What up, everybody? It's your host with the most. Don't mean to brag. Don't mean to boast. It's your boy, Johnny B, coming back with another episode of Media Speakeasy. And today, we're going to actually cover the most disappointing films of the last decade. So this is going to be an ongoing series that we're going to actually be recording for the next few months. We're going to be talking about our favorites and our least favorite things of the last decade. But before we get to that, while you guys are at it, like, comment, share, subscribe. If you're on Himalaya, hi guys, how are you guys doing? Uh, we hope you guys enjoy. Um, and uh, make sure you guys follow us on our social medias. Um, Steadfast Innovation Entertainment. Go ahead and look that up on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. So with that being said, today we're going to be covering our most disappointing films, or in your case, film. One most disappointing. Of the last decade. So I'm going to let you go first because you legitimately only have one film. And we're going to cover a little bit and we're going to touch bases on like a little bit about it. And then we're going to go on to the next one because well, I, I actually have a list. Amazing Spider-Man disappointing, but I never really had any hype for it. It was meh. But do you know what was really disappointing? Suicide Squad. See, when I saw the trailer, I thought to myself, oh my god, I want to see this movie. Because it was uber serious. It had that very that very somber uh, music to it. And the way it was edited and cut, I was like, oh my god, finally something serious. Something like straight up fucking sticking to their guns. This is what it's going to be. And then... The other trailer started coming out, and you start hearing nah, 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 nah. Nah, 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 and songs, quote, fucking other songs like Queens, uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, what was that? Why well, can't I remember? Right yeah, now. it was Bohemian Rhapsody. That's... I know, I know, but like the song in particular, uh, Eminem song. No, Bohemian Rhapsody. Fuck, I can't remember the song. I don't know. I don't know why. But uh, it's just the way they edited it. It was like with Harley Quinn. I was just. When Harley Quinn was in the... Well, I was like, oh my god, here we go. Yeah, <laughs> you know, gonna be? what's really sad about it is that I actually went to the movie theater to watch this movie. And I thoroughly enjoyed it the first time through. Like, I thought it was kind of, like, fun to watch for the first time. And I, I went in there with... Just like these, like, um, what's it called? Uh, whatchamacallit? Uh, rose tinted glasses. Like, I went in there with rose tinted glasses, hoping and wanting this movie to be good. And a majority of the fact that, like, I enjoyed it the first time was because I was happy that these characters, especially characters like Killer Croc, were being showcased when these, like, characters aren't even really showcased at all. I was happy with the design for Killer Croc. I remember everybody had such a fucking piss when that fucking when the designs for uh, Killer, Killer Croc. Croc came out. They were like, "Oh my god, that's not what he looks like." They certainly paled in comparison to the reaction they got when I saw when they saw Joker. Oh my god, when I saw that picture, oh, I thought man, I was getting yeah. pranked. I yeah. straight up thought I was getting pranked. I saw that picture and I was like, "Is is this for real?" 
Yeah, and see, the thing is that at the end of the day, Killer Croc's design actually wasn't that bad. It was honestly I, a lot better than Joker's. It was really fucking cool. I, mean, I like if that's if that's how you want to do Killer Croc, I'm all for it. Yeah. Because Fuck that's it. the thing. Just, he doesn't always have to be a giant CGI mess. Yeah, exactly. And not to mention that in the comic books, uh, Killer Croc isn't some behemoth that is an actual alligator. He isn't always? He, or he, is just uh, uh, a crocodile. Sorry, crocodile. He's never actually... Out. He's not actually supposed in to be... In the comic books, when uh, Killer Croc actually uh, popped up... He was uh, just a guy with like a, a skin deformity. Oh shit! He wasn't some massive, huge fucking crocodile with like fucking massive teeth and shit. Yeah. Bigger. So I I genuinely enjoyed that. And the, the thing is, is that like a lot of people disliked it, but I did enjoy um, Margot Robbie's Harley Quinn. I'm not gonna lie. I have a bit of a bias because I have like a massive ass crush on Margot Robbie. I mean, who fucking doesn't? And not she to took mention, the words right out of my mouth. who doesn't? Not to mention that she didn't do a bad job. I didn't think she did a bad job. No, she did amazing. Mind, she, she did amazing with her role. She pulled off the action very well. Mind you, I genuinely love Harley Quinn. She's one of my favorite comic book characters ever. So I, I felt like she did it justice. Well, for uh, her portrayal of it, um, she couldn't even save uh, Leto from. Yeah, Le like <sighs> even as good as she was, she couldn't. And not knocking on Leto, he's a good actor when given good oh, direction. Fuck yeah. Did you and, did you uh, see given him? things he can actually pull off? Pull off, yeah. Yeah. Did you see the Did you see him in the trailer for Morbius? Yes. He looks fucking great in that. He's actually he actually looks perfect for. He it. looks amazing for it. I I genuinely think he's gonna fucking knock it out of the park. But yeah, just, I just I just feel like certain that role just wasn't for him. And they always say they're always saying, well, they had enough film. For a single Joker, a solo Joker film, and I'm just like, you know what? Even if I'm on it, I'm honestly in the belief that even if they did do a solo Joker film, I'd still hate it, especially given what I was able to see and hear from yeah. the Joker. I, I just, it's just so random. I it's just, I feel like there was a lot better, like. The character looked a lot better in the deleted scene. I'm telling you, that one deleted scene genuinely felt like the most Joker thing that Leto ever did with the character. The more, scene where more goofy quips like that. Yeah, the, the scene where the the truck driver's like, "Hey, get the fuck off the road," and then Harley shoots him, and he's like, "I was about to say I wouldn't do that." <laughs> like that was, that genuinely, was genuinely funny. Yeah, that, that was funny, witty, and just Very, like it just spur of the moment. Hilarity, um, very Joker esque. Yeah, and if there was more scenes like that, more coherent moments like that, and yeah. not just random, who ha, look at me, funny face, funny face, boom, Fucking unpredictable, honka, honka. unpredictable <laughs> spikes of insanity in the middle of the dialogue. Yeah, which I get, I get it, I get that's probably what you were trying to go for, but at the same time, it's just. It shouldn't be at the detriment of this character. Yeah, and the thing is, is as an editor and someone who edits, you know, film. And mind you, I'm not the like, oh. I'm not the most, like, I'm not the best editor of all time. But like at the same time, I've been editing for like ten years now, and I, I watching that film, it was such a fucking eyesore sometimes in the way the way that it was okay literally the first thing i can point out go back go back and watch suicide squad just the opening sequence just the opening 
there's a moment in the beginning where the camera's panning up from these marshes and going up, aiming towards the prison. As that's going on, you see the, the opening credits for Suicide Squad, right? Right. Well, the font color that they chose for that scene, you couldn't even read what the fuck was on the screen. Like, that is literally day one bullshit that you know not to do. I was like, oh, Jesus. I was like, I can't even read what the fuck that says. It was chopped up. It looked like a Frankenstein of a movie, honestly. Because the edits they were making looked like it was hammed in last minute to give it a bit of an edge and cool... Uh, uh, I'm losing words. That's how bad it was. <laughs> you, what's really frustrating... Something else, too, that's really, really frustrating about it was... Okay, so I'm not gonna completely bash the editing team because what's fucked up is... A lot of people don't know this, but the people that ended up editing the film were actually the people that cut the trailer. Oh God. It wasn't, yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, it wasn't trailer even house. like actual editors. It was a trailer house How desperate that you have to edited be? How desperate do you have to be to actually get people who edited your film to edit your or your film trailer to edit your actual film? They're not there. Because the way editing in trailers works is that it's small bits to advertise the movie as opposed to trying to expand that to a whole movie. It's a completely different ballgame. Because you have different nuances within a movie as opposed to a trailer yeah. that you have to work with. So that's why everything felt like a, tra- a bizarre um, like trailer. Fever dream trailer. Yeah, fever dream trailer because it was a long extended one. Yeah. And it's just, if it was It, it, it just bizarre. felt really out of place. And what's really fucking annoying sometimes. Borderline disorienting at times. What's really annoying sometimes or what should I say? What's really annoying about the opening is that okay, so you have the opening where the camera goes to every room, introduces every character and their little quirks and what their character is gonna be like, and that's cool. Okay, cool. You presented the characters. How about you leave some exposition for the film and have the characters progressively you know, show their story or show pieces deliver, of their story. Deliver their character arcs. And so after you get all that done, you you get invested in these characters. But what's really fucking irritating is when they had the camera going to every room and then literally, I think, I don't even remember if it was before or after. That's how long I, one, I watched that movie like fucking twice. And the second time I watched it, I was like, okay, you know what? I fucking hate this film so much. The second, I've only watched this movie twice, but there is a scene either before or after where Waller goes in and talks to these government officials about Don't even these characters. About he and in this it, movie, it's so irritating because like. Okay, we just got exposition about these characters, oh, yeah, 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 and then we're gonna go thing. and give more exposition and the exact characters. Same, the exact same exposition. It's like, we get it. You could at least go about doing it where she's like, okay, here's our crew, and then cut to something else because exactly. we already heard it. And uh-huh. you could still, you could still, like, justify the reason why she's explaining this. Or, like, you already know she's explaining this, so you don't even have to cut it out. You can just be like, she's about to explain it, but you've already heard it, so we can move on 
to another scene. And, and, and but instead, you just get uh, the exact same mixed position you got last time. I'm like, what the fuck was the point? This is the... And mind you, I, that's two, okay? That's two times. You get the exposition of, and, like, get to know the characters' quirks when they show them at the beginning. And then you have it when Waller's explaining and talking to the government officials. And then the third time is when she's going through the fucking prison, seeing each individual fucking character. It's like, Jesus, fuck. Why is there three introductions to these fucking characters? This makes no fucking sense. It's almost as if they had a movie already made and they saw they a knee-jerk reaction caused the suits to... Redo the movie, <laughs> yeah. Reshoot slash re-edit the movie into a Frankenstein's monster that we see today. Yeah, it or was. We saw in whenever insert whenever it was released. Yeah, that movie was genuinely one of the most frustrating films to watch, and it sucks because the only, and the, the one thing that sucked, I'm gonna say this right now, is the one character that actually had some good character development, Slipknot. And he fucking died early on. <laughs> Bastards. That's all I needed to know. A guy who's really good with ropes. Perfect exposition. Oh, Nothing else left needed to say. Um, and they killed him off. Yeah. Now we're left with all these other charismatic characters. <laughs> I jest, of course, but that's essentially like... Yeah. But yeah, I, I, that is definitely one of the most disappointing films of... Ah, the last decade, for sure. No question about it. No arguments. Okay. It's super cringy, too. That's a killer app. So, for me, I know that uh, I'm going to have at least one in here that I know people are genuinely going to be up in arms about. Because it is such a, like, highly regarded film. And I was, like, not vibing with it. But I'm gonna go through my list first. I'm gonna go through my list and kind of just like give honorable mentions because I genuinely couldn't choose one. I had to kind of just go through a list here. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna rattle off real quick. And I, mind you guys, I still haven't even chosen which one I'm gonna go with. Um, okay, so I know one that I'm not gonna go with that I can just rattle off about is the Green Lantern with. Uh, Oof. Ryan Reynolds. Oof. That movie was so fucking frustrating. How in the fuck do you ruin such a fucking... Mind you, Green Lantern's one of my favorite comic book characters. I love the fucking... I love the character itself. But how in the fuck do you... Okay, you cast the perfect Hal Jordan. At least I think so. Some people might disagree, but I think that they casted a pretty cool Hal Jordan. But how in the fuck do you cast... How Jordan, a good Ryan Reynolds, into the role, and managed to fuck it up with the script. Like, it's just like, the script was just such shit. It was so terrible. Parallax looked like shit. It was a fucking cloud. Why would you do that? Is that like, supposed it's, to be he, No, he's not. He, it's like the fucking Galactus thing all over again from the fucking Fantastic Four as a Silver Surfer. Did you watch that? I saw parts of Silver Surfer. Okay, well... But, yeah, I get what you mean, though. Yeah, Galactus turned... Galactus was a cloud that was trying to eat Earth. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? And he was supposed to be something... 
And they did the same thing with Parallax in that fucking movie. So where uh, they made him a, a cloud. comic book character that was already established as a sentient like cute like human like form turns into a cloud because uh movie remake. <laughs> yeah, pretty fucking much. But yeah, that's one. I I, I, I I wanted that movie to be good. But the reason why it's not my most disappointing is because everybody knows it fucking sucks. I wanted to choose something that genuinely disappointed me, that had hype behind it, that had people, people still loving it, and still people still support it. Okay. Um, but uh, I'm moving on to my next one. Um, this, and funny enough, I don't even care for this franchise, but I was mad for fans of this franchise. Like... I, I don't even I don't even care for these fucking movies, but if I was a fan, oh buddy, I would have been so pissed. Fucking glass. Oh. How in the fuck do you have okay, two good fucking movies. Unbreakable is a good movie. Um Split was an interesting one. I personally don't care for it, but that's it just my a, personal it opinion. Was a pretty good, it was critically acclaimed and the masses enjoyed it a lot. Yeah. It was praised. Glass, however, <laughs> is literally the worst cap off ending to two solidly received films. I didn't see the movie, but I saw the ending and I can see how people were. Incredibly- oh man, people were so pissed. I don't about blame them. Like, why the fuck would you kill them all? Why? Okay. It, Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah, spoiler alert for a movie you should probably we should have watched already before this. Um, you should. Well, I'm gonna put that in the, at the beginning. But yeah, no. Oh my god. If I was a fan of that fucking series and I saw that they ended it that way, ooh. It's like he couldn't help himself. He made some. Uh, he made an amazing like. He made a, a kind of a franchise, sort of. Not really, because Unbreak. I'm pretty certain Unbreakable wasn't. They weren't planning on making that like a, the beginning of a franchise, or whatever. Yeah. But he was on his way to making something pretty good with uh, Split, and then going moving on to un, to Glass, and like yeah. it could have been a, an amazing coup de grace, so to speak. At least, yeah. Like they could have capped it, sure, at that movie, but not the way he did. And here's like the- it's like he couldn't help himself. He wanted another Shyamala twist. Like that was <sighs> so blatantly obviously just him trying to do a classical and- swerve, like he always does. And it sucks because you have these characters that people wanted to see fight and get into it and that didn't even fucking happen the characters get killed off by other characters that aren't even a part of the fight like what are you were, gonna do weren't that they like, weren't they like government agents yes that's so dumb oh man. so fbi went in and they're like no fuck that shit we can't have this you can't have fun fuck you it's like a good movie quick we need to do something <laughs> it's like <laughs> fucking like the Vince McMahon of fucking uh, writing scripts. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's not too far <laughs> off. That's ridiculous. It's like he had something good, but he had to fuck it up. Mm-hmm. Like he really couldn't help himself. Yeah, no. Okay, my next one is another one that I when I watched the trailers, I was like, oh. This looks fucking horrifying. This looks really interesting. It had such a fucking cool concept. 
it had such a cool ass idea and it was really interesting because it's something that would obviously seem problematic but it's like okay i want to figure out how these people solve this problem and then when i watched the film nothing solved the motherfucking problem fucking passengers with chris pratt and jennifer lawrence that movie was so fucking frustrating because it spoiler for me what happened okay so essentially no, what's, going, what's going on within the whole movie essentially what like, happens is these people are flying through space trying to get somewhere where they can make civilization again and, and they woke up too early chris pratt's character wakes up early okay chris pratt's character wakes up early was it a machine and, error or something um yeah it was a machine error um, and when that happened, he was like alone and he ends up passing by this pod, uh, while he's alone and he falls in love with this girl, uh, played by Jennifer Lawrence. So I don't they, even remember the so fucking they name. So they try to Adam and Eve this kind of... Kind of, but man. essentially what happens is he's by himself for so long that he starts to literally lose his fucking mind. So in no in a in a, a rash moment of judgment in a really shitty moment of judgment Chris Pratt's character ends up malfunctioning her pod and makes her come out early too. Oh, oh, okay. So he, That's why she came. Out. Yeah. So he forced her to basically be with him. And what's fucking frustrating is like, dude, if somebody woke me up early as fuck, I would fucking never want to be around them ever again. Because well, I mean, I, I can I can get where you can go so fucking crazy. You're like, I need company desperately. Yeah, like, I understand why he did it. But, I can see how it's very frustrating. But, but it's very you literally you literally have to take into account that this man literally ruined this woman's life because she had a job and she had something that she wanted to do, and now she can't do that. He took that from her without her fucking permission. Like, if you were trying to be something That'd in be your life... frustrating. Yeah. Then somebody took that away from you? Oh, buddy. Was she upset? Oh, yeah. She was pissed. And the Did fuck... she eventually the, get the, over the, it, quote-unquote? Yeah. The, the fucked up thing about it is that... <sighs> Here's the fucked up thing. The fucked up thing is that he tells her, Hey, um, your, pod, your pod malfunctioned just like mine. He lied to her? He lied to her. Oh my god! And At first I was playing devil's advocate, now I'm just like, what a sleazebag! Yeah, he lied to her and was like, hey, you're Podmon Function too. You're, <laughs> you're, stuck, like, you're stuck here just like me. Sweats, wipe sweat off. When <laughs> she found out, she lost her shit and was, was so livid. fucking pissed. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! And then it ends with them getting over it and then say, deciding, you know what? We're just gonna like... Live life. Fuck it. Whatever. Then they try to Adam and Eve it. Pretty much. So they create Adam and Eve in a space station um, during a mission that's going to take a little too long because they came out way too early. So there's going to be overpopulating the fucking pod before they even show up to wherever they... Where were they going? Another Earth, right? Somewhere, yeah. Yeah, it's going to take way too long. It's going to take way too long by the time... The population starts growing. It's going to grow a little too quick. Here's a frustrating thing, too. And also, um, they're all going to be results of incest, too. So. Oh, mind you, there's another character that po- comes out of his pod by accident, too. He's a captain. 
I think he's it, the captain. I, yeah, I think it was Lawrence Fishburne that was playing th- that role. I think. Was he by I, accident? I don't remember. Or, huh? Was he by accident or? Yeah, his was by accident too. Uh, it wasn't. Well, it wasn't a intended. Bit later on, right? Yeah, it after happened after his I, accident. Yeah, after his accident. Um, also, I think the movie's trying to imply that they're all going to start coming out early. Not necessarily, but what's really frustrating is it's still that like defeats the purpose of the mission. Yeah. Anyway, so. what's frustrating? What's even more frustrating about it? Yeah, it was Lawrence Fishburne. What's even more frustrating about it is that Andy Garcia got billed. Uh, he got billed as one of the top billings in the movie. He got billed as one of the actors that was supposed to be in the film. He's literally in the fucking movie for less than two minutes. He doesn't even have dialogue. Did he get... Did he get he got billed as a top fucking actor in the film and he wasn't even in it. What the fuck? I was did like, he die off No, he, he comes to life at the end and sees oh, oh. everything that Chris Pratt and fucking Jennifer Lawrence did, which was pretty much just like built like uh, irrigation systems and like there's trees and all this other life forms in the fucking thing now. And so I'm they, like, they built a, a, a garden Earth pretty like, much. Yeah, space station. Yeah. Fuck that movie. Um, you didn't like how it came No. Out? Uh, one of the other ones that's more recent is Men in Black International. And I don't oh, have no. I don't have a lot to say about the movie. Here's the thing. It was pretty disappointing. I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it like everybody else did. I thought that they tried to do something and I saw their effort. I was still disappointed and it's not a movie that I would go out of my way to watch again. But it just it's frustrating because one one of the things that really pissed me off and immediately immediately put me off from the beginning of the movie was when they showed the trailers and you watched the trailers you saw um tessa thompson's character as very independent very smart very capable she ends up finding the mib and i'm just like bro like in general as it is the fact that she finds the mib like i'm just like okay what the fuck MIB, y'all ain't doing your job right if if some fucking, like, teenager can fucking find you. Although she's not a teenager. She's, like, kind of in her early 20s, it's implied. Um, but... Yeah, that's still pretty lousy. It, yeah, it's stupid. And then it's frustrating because they show her as very independent, very driven. And then Chris Pratt's character shows up in the film. And all of a sudden, she's just, like, fucking drooling and has fucking Google eyes everywhere. And she's like, oh my god, he's so hot. And I'm just like... That's oh, so out I thought of that was fucking be, character. I thought that was going to be a, a stereotypical... This man dumb. Go away from me. And then later, it turns out, oh, he's not so bad. He's still dumb, but he's Oh, so yeah, bad. no, that that, that, that that happens. Oh, only, he's like, only she's kind of crushing on him at the same time. Yeah, this, yeah. That's so weird. It's stupid. That's it's flip-floppy. It's, like, what the fuck? It's out of character for her, too. It, the way that she's written, it doesn't work. I'm just like, okay. So she's like, oh my god, he's so cute. But he's dumb, and I don't hate him, because... Er, bad man. Well, he he's, uh, actually, he's like... he doesn't seem that bad. He's like, no, I work alone. I, he, he's a lone wolf character. He's like, no, I work alone. I, I do... I do. Honestly, I feel like I feel like Men in Black International is just another case of uh, out of touch. Yeah, out of touch suits trying to latch onto a franchise that's already hit its peak a long time ago and try to make a reboot slash remake. Mm -hmm. And you know the thing about modern remakes. Mm -hmm. All right, my next one. I know that you haven't watched this one. Again, I'm not gonna rattle off about this one a lot either. Uh, The Cure for Wellness. 
is a movie that can go fuck itself. What? The Cure for Wellness, for Wellness is a movie about this guy who his okay, so his job is he's sent to go pick up his boss from this resort in the Swiss Alps. They're in the fucking Swiss Alps, and the fucking bad guys in the movie are German. Tell me why. I, I don't know. Tell me fucking why. Is that an attempt at a plot twist? No, the fucking care. Most of the fucking people in it's the like Avatar and having all the pr protagonists white and all the antagonists in India. That's the thing. They're in the Swiss Alps. They're in Switzerland, not Germany. I know. Why in the fucking? Why are the bad guys German? I don't fucking. Maybe an oversight. I don't know, man. It's like an oversight. But essentially, the film is about this guy going over to go pick up his boss from this resort that he was supposedly in that was supposed to cure him and they have apparently the cure for wellness there okay so this guy essentially um uh it, it i don't know his fucking name but he's the guy that played the green goblin in the amazing spider-man 2 and then malfoy's father oh, oh malfoy's father plays the main villain so he was the guy from chronicles andrew yeah that guy andrew. um okay so essentially Andrew, we're gonna call him Andrew, goes over to go pick up his boss, and then he gets into a car accident, and then he keeps getting gaslit at this resort, and they keep telling him, like, oh no, like, you're not doing well. Here, we're gonna make you feel better. And it's weird because it's built as a psychological oh, horror film, right? I, think I, I know what you're talking it's, about. I saw the trailers. It was built as a psychological horror film, and I was like, oh, cool. And the trailers hyped it up so much, like, Oh my god, such a shocking film. Oh my god, it's so amazing. Oh my god. Like it like it was touted to as so good. I had to pause the movie and take a take a breather. Um and so yada, yada, yada. he gets gaslit and keeps constantly being told, Hey, you're not well, we're gonna give you the cure for wellness, we're gonna give you happiness here, and they they put him through some weird torture devices and some weird something weird about eels or some shit like that. What and the then fuck? The worst part about it is that there's a twist at the end that makes no fucking sense at all. I'm not going to spoil it, but essentially the villain is kind of like there's there's incest involved. Okay. Okay, that's interesting. That's a thing that's involved. And then to top it all off, is it implied they're they, a cult? They top it off with this like gothic motif like Mafoy's dad is like apparently like billions of or like not billions but like thousands of years old and shit and like what he the has fuck? the cure to immortality. They use, they and shit. use supernatural elements. Yes, and well, that waters everything down. And not to mention that they towards this part of the film when they when they find out about the incest angle and all that shit, mm -hmm. it's like it goes from being like psychological horror to like gothic. I'm just like, what in the fuck is going on here? They, the film didn't know what the fuck it wanted to be. It couldn't decide what it wanted to fucking be. But yeah, fuck the cure for wellness. That movie sucked. Um, okay. Um, um, okay. Um, gonna say this next one. Again, I'm not gonna write off too much about it, though I ended up rattling about cure for wellness for a bit. Um, all I gotta say about Iron Man 2 is, uh, fuck that movie. Two. Iron Man 2. Oh, no, not, not 2, 3. You mean 3? Three? Three, my bad, 3. Iron Man 3. I don't wanna see it. Iron Man 3 was fucking lame. I saw the ending, and it was like, guess who's the villain? Another generic white guy. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, 
Are you fucking serious? The the villain was stupid. The villain has already been established as this uh, this fucking badass Mandalorian who's like this. What is he nationality? Uh, I don't remember. Is like Asian anything? No, um, some sort of Middle Eastern. I don't remember. But Middle Eastern, yeah. He's like the, they're, well, they're like fuck all that noise. Random white guy. Yeah. <laughs> the man. The man. See, the thing is, is that like I'm I am not the biggest fan of Iron Man. I'll be I'll be blunt, you know, but. I, I love Robert Downey Jr. and he, I love he what he did with the character. He cheered while everyone cried. He cheered while everyone cried. <laughs> no, at the I end did of- not. No, I did not. I, I genuinely almost actually cried myself. Yeah, I was like, even though at the end of the movie, I was like, "You happy now, you son of a bitch?" Even though <laughs> genuinely the character hasn't been my favorite, the way that they sent him off actually kind of hit me too. I was like, "Wow!" Like for a character that I don't really care a lot about throughout the Marvel series, like I still felt bad. You know, yeah, I, even I was as like, a wow. selfish prick, he's like, you know what? I have to do it. I don't want to do it, but, but I have yeah, to do it. the Mandarin, fucking the Mandarin was such a stupid fucking villain, and the way that they fucking did all that sucked. And then to top it all off, they did a plot twist that apparently there's another Mandarin, the real Mandarin, just somewhere else. The, just and I'm to like, ease the fucking. Are you fucking kidding me? I was like, no. Like, way I, to go. No. Way to start fucking. Uh, and reaching not just, to, just so you can get people to stop bitching uh, and on rightfully top, so on top of that there's just a lot of out of character moments uh for tony stark like the fact that he was like hey you mandarin come find me here's my house and he doesn't even plan for it he's not like okay i'm gonna build some suits I'm gonna have something guard my house. Uh, no, he doesn't plan for shit. He and just he's waits. That he comes up, and then he he fucking comes up and blows up Tony Stark's house. I'm like, you. What f- do you think would happen? You fucking idiot! You're gonna tell the bad guy where you live, but you're not gonna fucking prep. You're a fucking idiot. That's why Batman's gonna well, kick there, your ass. There's a. No, but like, uh, I was told that like the idea was to make it so that. Uh, so they can establish that Tony can still handle his own without the Iron Man suit. That was stupid. I, I don't uh, look. I want to watch. You think of him still I, surviving. I want to watch Iron Man, not fucking Tony Stark the movie. You don't want to watch Tony Stark Winter Soldier. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Play Tony yeah. Stark without his superpowers. Fuck Iron Man three. Um. Okay. Uh. One of my uh, one of my least favorite. This is this is actually my least favorite Marvel movie ever. Age of Ultron fucking sucked. Well, I thought it was Civil War, you know. Oh, I I disliked that movie too. That was actually my next one. But we can oh, lump we just... can lump them together. Um, <laughs> yeah, Age of Ultron. Two of, the, two of the same movies, in my opinion. Age of Ultron pissed me off because I understand that Thanos was supposed to be the biggest bad guy and he was the biggest so baddie. They, so they, they had watered down. Uh, they nerfed Ultron so hard, and I was so fucking pissed. There was rumors that he might come back. Yeah, is but, there any? But at this, any good way that he can come back? There's he, he's come back before, even he's, after he's AI. He he can come back. So he's, he's, he's still kind of in there, buried deep. He just has to find latch oh, on to something. Out. Yeah, and, but okay. essentially, hopefully they they don't they establish him as something threat the, as a viable threat. The thing that really pisses me off about Ultron and Civil War is the fact that I understand that you have to. You have to find a way to write these characters in and do these things, and I totally Especially get that. Especially if it's already established that there's going to be a main, bigger bad guy. Exactly, and you can't go and be, you know, you can't be 
comic book accurate all the fucking time, and I totally get that. But when you fucking have Hank Pym in the motherfucking Marvel Cinematic Universe, why in the fuck is Tony Stark and Bruce Banner going to be the creators of Ultron? Hank Pym created Ultron. He was the one that did it. So why in the fuck do they not use him? It makes no sense. Hank Pym's the older one, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I he's just, the one that did the OPC. Yeah, he's the one that made Ultron. And it's a, it's a tragic fucking backstory that is also attached to his wife. I'm glad that they actually put that storyline in there. Oh, they still but gave him the at whole the same time, it's like really, dude. What was what, what was the original? I Ultron? it'll fucking take me a long ass time to cover that. Do you it's have layman's? I'll tell you about it after. <laughs> um, and then but instead, they decided to do a more watered down. Yep. Bruce and Tony did it because they're geniuses. Yeah, it's it makes sense. And then you have Civil War, which honestly, what really frustrated me so much about that movie, I totally understand why people didn't like Batman vs. Superman. I totally understand. I get it. I like it. I, I prefer the extended cut. Fuck the shortcut that was in the theaters, because that one did it no justice. And no I, st- I still understand why people don't like it. I understand why people don't like Justice League either. I understand why people don't like uh, Suicide Squad. I totally get it. I don't understand. I don't understand why everyone was bashing Civil, uh, bashing Batman vs Superman when Civil War was making a lot of the exact same fucking mistakes. In terms of not and, being and, comic in terms anchors. of story, or it, yeah, not not putting as much weight into a civil fucking war. Yeah, because, because okay, what we saw instead. Was a minor disagreement that lasted a couple <laughs> days. I genuinely love certain comic book characters in, in the Marvel in the Marvel universe. I will defend fucking Punisher to the ends of the earth. I love that character so much. I love Daredevil. I fucking love Gambit. I love so oh, many I Marvel loved characters. Gambit as a kid. He was my favorite X-Men. And I love Captain America. Cap is one of my favorite characters. He's in my top five. And Civil War is one of my favorite fucking comic books. Do you like uh, non, non-Robert non Downey Jr. Iron Man? Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm okay with it. That's the only he, Iron Man you like? I mean, I still have problems with that Iron Man too. He's a fucking idiot as well. I mean, his suit almost killed him because his suit developed a crush on him and shit. And that's just... What the I, fuck? I, I, I still hold that as one of the Excuse dumbest fucking me? things. Yeah. What the fuck? One of uh, <laughs> one of his suits was like, Tony, I love you. Be mine. And Tony's if I like, can't have you, you no need one to can. chill. And then the suit's like, I can't have you. No one can. And literally, the fucking suit almost killed Tony. Oh my god. Yeah, it's that a is fucking so dumb. dumbass storyline. That's like a that's like fucking a crazy ex Ultron. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mine is the penis. But, but um, sorry. Anyways, <laughs> oh my god, I didn't, I didn't realize, realize that. I didn't realize it. Yeah, I didn't I realize like, until you said it. Um, but Civil War, yeah, no, the 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 I love Civil War because it has this strong story uh, about tragedy, lawful good and moral good. Because it's like, where do your morals end, and where does the law begin, and where, where do you draw the line? Right. Because that's what Tony and uh, Steve are fighting about. 
is the ability to keep themselves to themselves and decide, hey, you know what? We're going to decide when we are needed and also people can tell us when we're needed. It was basically- and Tony was basically like, no, we need to abide by the government, but the government itself is flawed. It is a problem. It shows, even in the cinematic universe and the comic book universe, to be really faulty and hurts a lot of people sometimes. What I found kind of silly is the fact that all up until the end, uh, Tony and and uh, Tony and um, uh, Captain America were basically in disagreement. They were in disagreement with each other, and it, it seemed like a minor minor scuffle. Like they seemed slightly annoyed with each other up until the end when he finds out what who killed his parents. Yeah, and then then that's when he that's loses it. when it's suddenly the biggest deal in the whole fucking. And world. what's really irritating about and then that there was thing. only uh, over three characters as opposed to the whole crew who mm-hmm. was just basically f- wondering why the hell we're fighting each other. Exactly because our bosses are fighting each other. Okay, so it's not like they even wanted to kill each other. What's his name? Rhodey didn't even die. He just made a big <laughs> wolf. He made a big deal because Rhodey was like knocked unconscious or something. Yeah, and he fucking he was an asshole. And fucking Falcon came back down and was like, "Hey, like, is he okay?" Tony, I'm and, sorry. And then Tony's a fucking asshole. Mm. Genuinely, genuinely, that How moment. How dare you knock him out? That moment in the movie really pissed me off. Like, I genuinely got so mad. I was like, "Tony, you little bitch, fuck you, man." But here's the thing, okay? Something that genuinely really pissed me pisses me off. I understand the Martha scene. I understand that that scene was so poorly fucking written, but I understand what was supposed to happen. You're right. It, Same it's a really thing. good idea. It just ex- was executed poorly, terribly. Yeah. Same thing with the Civil War thing. That whole twist with um, Winter Soldier being the one that killed his parents. Fucking cool. Awesome. Holy shit. But you cannot tell me that that isn't as cheesy as the whole Martha thing. It's like, dude, you were fine up until now, and you understand that Baron Zemo is literally fucking with your head, and there's so much more at stake, but you want your you want to let your fucking ego and your emotions ruin everything? You're a fucking idiot. You're letting the bad guy win. If it wasn't for Black Panther, nothing would have happened. Baron Zemo would have gotten away because Tony Stark's a fucking idiot. There you go. But yeah, it's um I just found it silly that like it, like I said, it was all a minor scuffle all up until the end where it suddenly became a huge deal after you found out what happened. Yep. And uh, it was only a huge deal with three characters. And it all culminated to like a huge battle with these three characters. As opposed to when it could have been a huge, big deal battle with all of the characters. And of course... Instead, it was like a watered-down inconvenience. And of course, because Disney's a bunch of fucking idiots and they're too much of little bitches to actually pull the trigger, there was no weight to the story. In Civil War, Cap dies and there's weight to that story. I fucking cried when I fucking read that comic book for the first time. Mind you, I was like like 13, fucking 12 years old when I read that for the first time. I fucking cried because that's one of my favorite fucking characters and that had a weight to it. But no, 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 we have no. to we have to save him to for for when he becomes a hundred years old and gives the shield to. And that literally <laughs> makes no fucking sense. Um, and before we go, before we go to the next one, um, Spider Man and Ant Man being thrown in the last minute is fucking blasphemy. Fuck you. Okay, next Dad. movie. <laughs> next movie. 
the film that I genuinely feel is going to stir up a little controversy because I know a lot of people genuinely like this movie, but I kind of, I, okay, I didn't hate it. I didn't think it was a bad movie. I just found it very, a, this is very atypical um, action film. It's just so fucking typical. And I knew it was going to happen. I saw everything that was happening in every turn. I felt literally no weight to anything. And I feel like a part of that might have been the internet's fault. But at the same time, it just still didn't hold as much weight as I wanted it to. John Wick fucking disappointed the fuck out of me. The first Every, one? The first one. The one everyone loves? Mm-hmm. I, oh, Johnny. He, here's the thing. I didn't even watch it and I disagree with you. I, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I genuinely, like, I put off watching this movie for so long. Because I there was so much hype when that movie came out, and people were constantly shoving it down my throat. They're like, "Hey, you should go watch John Wick. Hey, you should go John, go watch John Wick. You like movies? Go watch John Wick." And I was the like, memes, "Okay, the memes." And so, because of the constant like, "Oh, his dog died," and yada yada yada, and like, I I I do agree that fuck that. If someone were to kill my fucking cat, I would kill you. <laughs> I love my cat. That's fair. Um, but I definitely like feel like the whole it being the last gift that his wife gave him that was very heartbreaking. I was like, wow, that. Well, that's double sucks. heartbreaking. Holy that shit. sucks. And then, but but the thing that sucks is that for somebody that's so angry and wants to fucking murder size everybody, the way that John Wick was painted to me was that he's this fucking ultra badass that is like pretty much fucking bulletproof. And that's the way they were sold to me. And when I watched it, he just like fumbled around a little bit too much. I just genuinely didn't feel like he was, his heart was in it. Okay. And I hope and pray that Keanu Reeves never, never hears this because he defends that movie like no one's business. Keanu Reeves, do not yell at me. I love you. I am a huge fucking so fan. You're an amazing human being. That's one of his favorite uh, roles. Mm -hmm. I just genuinely was... And oh, again, no wonder he's so down to always keep doing sequels. I genuinely don't think it's a bad movie. It's not. I don't think it's a bad movie at all. It's just not as good as... It's it. just not he as good... Uh-huh, exactly. I was just really disappointed well, with it. It's just the result of overhyped culture. Uh-huh. And then on top of that, I'm, this is going to piss off a lot of people... I watched these movies back to back. I watched The Equalizer and w John Wick back to back. Equalizer's a better fucking movie. Oh no. <laughs> I thought Equalizer was a way better movie. What so much Equalizer fucking again? weight. Uh, Denzel Washington. Where oh, he's a badass. He's a, I haven't seen that movie in a while, yeah, so I almost forgot how it was. Even part two was fucking amazing. Both of those movies were great. I, I saw oh some commercials God. for it. It looked pretty oh weird because, especially when you have it. Have someone as high of a caliber actor as as um, Denzel. Denzel Washington, and like compare that side by side with these fucking college frat boys that are trying their best to sound intimidating. You know the commercial I'm yeah, talking yeah, about, right? Yeah. The ad that constantly pops up. Well, here's your cash or whatever the fuck, and he's like, oh, this and that, and they're all trying to look all menacing and shit, and I'm just like. This is the lamest fucking cast of villains he, I've ever here's seen. The, here's the crazy part, though. That scene is genuinely one of the most satisfying scenes. Like, if you haven't watched it, go watch it. Oh, sure. I'm it's just saying. It just looks kind of awkward, especially comparing it side by side with Denzel Washington. Yeah, they, they just did not do well. Um, okay, 
So we're down to my last film, and it is my most disappointing film, actually, like, of the decade. I genuinely feel like this is one of the most disappointing things. And the reason why it was so disappointing is, okay, so I'm, I'm rating this on, one, the hype behind it. Because, oh my god, did this movie fucking have hype. Okay? Um, the film itself being so motherfucking boring. The cast being so motherfucking boring. The script being so fucking stupid. And the ending. The ending fucking pissed me off. It Comes at Night is a fucking movie. That is a movie. That is a movie that genuinely didn't deserve the hype that it fucking got. Is that the the one where they're... That's not the one where they're deaf, right? No, that's A Quiet Place. Oh, right. Um, okay. Because that night is who? So, Starring who? I'm going to... I, I genuinely... Dude, don't even ask me about this film. <laughs> you just... Don't even ask me about it. I don't even fucking know. All I know is that I fucking hated it. Because, okay, so I had just finished watching The Witch about a week before then. Yeah, the one that fucked you up. And I loved it so much. It, I, I had to pause that movie halfway and be like, whew, my, oh my god, I thought I was running a marathon. I was like, Jesus. But... I gotta watch this movie now. Then after that, um... The next movie that got as much hype as it did. These three movies got so much hype. The Babadook, um, The Witch, and, um, uh, whatchamacallit, and then, um, oh, fucking It Comes at Night. These three movies got so much hype. Babadook, I like it, and I don't think it's as fucking amazing as everybody makes it out to be. Well, people I apparently like liked the trailer more than... Um, they th- they felt like they were being misled because they thought it was going to be another monster horror movie, I, but it turned out to be a, psych- a psychological thriller instead. I, I genuinely enjoyed that more. That take a lot better. Mm-hmm. Um, I genuinely love The Witch. I, it is literally one of my favorite horror movies of all time and of the last decade. But It Comes at Night was touted as a horror movie, and it's it's a, it's a movie where the trailer did the exact same thing. It misled the um the audience. the audience because it was tout it was touted as okay there's a there's a there's an apocalypse it doesn't say that there's zombies or monsters or anything like that or an invasion nothing they literally say hey there's an infection and it's going around and people are dying and so there's this family in this cabin who's staying away from civilization until this family randomly pops up Okay, and one of them secretly has this infection that they don't know about. Okay, and so eventually, what happens is somebody in the house has this infection. And what's really fucking weird is that there's scenes and there's moments in the film that just make no fucking sense, and they're fucking weird. Like there's a scene where uh, the boy, the son of the two main characters. He keeps coughing and he's like, he shows symptoms of having this, um, this disease. Virus or Okay. So. <clears throat> was he a red herring? Uh, yeah. He was a red herring. Yeah, he was part. He, well, no, because he actually does end up having it, but he's not the only one. Oh, okay. And so it's frustrating because there's this scene where like the girl from the other group, because it's, it's two couples, it's two couples and their kids. Okay. And um, 
the girl from the other couple that's not part of the main cast randomly out of nowhere decides to start hitting on this underage boy and like it looks like she's trying to sleep with him and shit and I'm like what in the fuck does this have to do with anything it it makes no fucking sense like I was like okay that's fucking weird and then you want to know what comes at night Gus what comes at night nothing nothing comes at night because the whole trailer made it made us believe that there was something in the woods coming to hunt them down. Oh no! Was it the happening 2.0? You know what? You know what? We know what came at night. A disease. Their paranoia. Oh my fucking god! Their paranoia. That's what came at night. Because the whole exposition and the whole subtext and the whole theme of the film is, oh, humans can be monsters. The humans are the real monsters now in the film. Like, there's a disease going on, and there's monsters in the real world, but these are the real monsters here. These people. Yeah. And I'm just like, okay, no. Nothing came at night. And what's fucking... What was the disease then? What's even more frustrating is, like, the father is one of the most infuriating fucking characters in the movie. He's a fucking piece of shit. There's no redeemable qualities to this fucking character and then yet at the end they want you to have sympathy for him because his son died fuck you i don't care you're you're a fucking piece of shit he literally killed this family who didn't even have a fucking disease oh wow he was a fucking he just killed them he fucking he fucking killed them okay so then he kills them buries them and then at the end of the film you know what happens they all die anyways. So all of it was for fucking nothing. That was my most disappointing film of the 2010s. That movie is so fucking infuriating and the amount of hype that went into it and when I finally watched it, oh my god, I regretted every single minute. That is a whole hour to, I think, what, like an hour and a half? Hour and a half or so that I'm never gonna get back. Ever. Also, just one last honorable mention, and I'm not even going to say anything about it. I'm just going to throw it out there. Um, then I'm going to watch it. Bad Times at the uh, uh, at the El Royale. I'm watching it. Fuck that movie. That movie was so fucking terrible. That movie sucked. So much potential. Just fuck that movie. I, how do you have? Familiar. How do you have? A, how do you have such a good cat? Chris Hemsworth, John fucking Ham. How do you have such good fucking actors in the movie? And then fucking ruin it. That's Hollywood for you. Bad times at, at a Royale can go fuck itself. That is Hollywood for you. Well, that was another segment of Media Speakeasy. Thank you guys for listening, and thank you guys for coming so far. We actually wanted to keep this short, but you know what? We get angry. Thank you guys so much. Apparently. We appreciate you guys. Like, comment, share, subscribe, all that fun stuff. And don't forget to check our social medias. We also have a Patreon. It's going to be below in the description. Thank you guys so much, and we will talk to you guys in the next Speakeasy. Laters.